What's up guys, my name is Mex and welcome back to the Kickout Podcast News Show where we give you all the news updates on the wonderful world of pro wrestling. On today's show, we'll be discussing the Iconics. They're about to make their return to wrestling. They've joined Impact Wrestling and there's a little bit of an article on why they chose to join Impact Wrestling. So we'll get into that. Daniel Garcia of AEW, he is all elite. He has signed a full-time contract with AEW. We'll talk about that and the waves that he's been making over the past few months on AEW TV. WWE, they're considering a serious push for Montez Ford. He is still in the Street Profits, but maybe they have got sights of some type of singles run for him over on Raw when the draft kicks into place. And of course, Crown Jewel, that is on Thursday. As of time of recording, Thursday the 21st of October will be the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. We'll have a little preview of that pay-per-view, see what we can expect, what's coming up, what we're looking forward to from the saudi arabia show guys please remember to leave us a five star rating a positive review on your podcast platform of choice and share the episode on social media tag the kick out podcast without further ado let's get into the news and like i said we'll start with formerly known as the iconics the inspiration still two eyes that's what they're calling themselves now they've gone to impact wrestling they're about to make their debut on Bound for Glory this weekend. And Cassie Lee, Jesse McKay, that's obviously their their real names, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. They've chosen to go to Impact Wrestling. Now, they were speaking to Busted Open Radio um, and it's pretty much down to the knockouts tag team division, a women's tag team division over there on Impact. Um, Billy Kay, um, aka Jesse McKay, her real name, said, Cass and I, we spoke about this a lot where the possibilities were where we could end up. It really came down to Impact having such an amazing tag team division, first and foremost. That's what we wanted to do and that's where we feel like we fit best. When we made the decision to join Impact, it just felt right. After WWE, having that feeling of this feels really good was so important for us. We've heard nothing but incredible things about Impact. We're super excited to join the locker room and be a part of it. Cassie Lee, Peyton Royce, she went on to say, this is our complete focus. We're going for the Knockouts Tag Team Championships. And that's been Jess and my dream for as long as I can remember. We want to create this women's tag team division. That's why it's the best. I really feel like the Knockouts division is up there and the best women's division across all platforms. I feel honored to be part of that and to be part of a tag team division like this. It means everything to me and Jess. So, yeah, they have literally been thrusted straight into um, a tag team championship match on the Bound for Glory show. Um, I personally love these two. I, I couldn't understand why they split up. Apparently, we've come to know now that it was all Peyton Royce's idea. Peyton Royce wanted a singles push on WWE TV. They thought, okay, maybe they thought they saw something in Peyton anyway. They split them up. And to be honest, Billy Kay then started kind of getting more um, airtime on WWE TV, doing her little comedy thing, handing out her CVs, if you guys remember. Um, and Peyton Royce was kind of thrusted into another tag team with Lacey Evans and much to do about nothing. Like, these two work best together. Um, Billy Kay 
to be honest, could have probably stretched what she was doing on WWE TV a bit longer on herself. Um, but yeah, I think especially Peyton Royce, Cassie Lee, she seemed a bit lost without Billy Kay. Maybe she just maybe she just wasn't getting the push and the confidence from the higher ups. But um, happy to see these guys back together doing what they do best. I mean, they're, they're absolute just class clowns. I can't imagine them as, you know, just two girls sitting in the back of your classroom, just absolutely just being jokers. That's what they seem. They just have a lot of fun together. Um, obviously, they've got their own podcast now as well. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing them just back out there. And who knows? The Forbidden Door is open. Let's see if they wander into AEW or anywhere else. Of course, Cassie Lee is um, in a relationship. Her husband is Sean Spears who is in the pinnacle in AEW. So it could be very, very interesting to see what happens with these guys. But firstly, like I say, they got a big tag team championship match on Bound for Glory, um, I believe is airing this Saturday. Um, I got my, my dates mixed up. It's Saturday the 23rd, um, I think so. So yeah, um, that's going to be very good to see how they kind of come back. If they've kind of repackaged themselves in any kind of way, um in terms of their gimmick are they still going to be the kind of laughy jokey um ladies that we saw in wwe it's all very interesting um i love them like i say i think they're so entertaining so yeah i wish all the best for them with this move but talking about moving let's let's move on right daniel garcia i have to give this guy his props i was calling this guy the flavor of the month when he kind of broke onto the scene and that wasn't any kind of disrespect um he just was really given loads and loads of opportunities on AEW and he was thrusted into big storylines um with Eddie Kingston John Moxley Sting you know and he's obviously got the the ex NXT boys as well around him 2.0 they're all doing brilliant stuff but yeah Daniel Garcia is all elite, guys. Um, seems like he's even taken a bit long, the, 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 the way he was being featured so heavily. But um, very impressive work by Daniel Garcia in the last few months. I think we can all agree, you know, he's, he's above and beyond this kind of stuff that's happening on Dark and Elevation, in my opinion. We'll probably still see him there. But um, this guy is... He's incredible, incredible young talent that's been that's been added to the ranks. Um, AEW are doing such a good job right now of kind of mixing the the young and the the older, more experienced heads, getting them that kind of exposure, putting them in big matches against um, the more experienced guys as well, um, just to see if you know if they can hang basically. And a lot of them can definitely hang. So um, yeah, they, they done their whole you know. Daniel Garcia's All Elite dropped the graphic that everyone has come to love. I think that's that graphic in itself is just a piece of marketing genius, to be honest. Um, it's, it's, it's so good. And then replying to Tony Khan's message. Tony Khan left a message on the Twitter uh, when that was dropped by AEW saying this year, um, Daniel Garcia or his at Garcia Wrestling came into AEW with a great reputation built through his hard work on the indies and he's continued to work hard here in AEW. Plus, he's shown no fear, never backing down from anyone, even the best in the world. Thank you and welcome to the team, Daniel Garcia. And Daniel Garcia replied, I told myself that I didn't want to sign somewhere just to say I have a contract. I wanted to go somewhere that would help me become the best wrestler in the world. I know AEW is where I can become that. 
I plan on being a major player in this company for a very long time. Well deserved by Daniel Garcia. Obviously, in the last week or so, we've seen that AEW have signed Lee Moriarty as well. Another great name from the Indies, a very young talent as well. They're, they're I guess, you know, they're the destination now. We, we, we can all probably agree that they're the destination to go. And um, they're getting the young talents, they're getting the experienced heads and using the experienced heads and even the legends to somewhat cultivate and really bring the best out of these younger heads um, preserving the future of the company so um yeah this is this is a great sign and love to see um, people get rewarded for um you know their hard work and again another segue for you guys in terms of getting rewarded for hard work wwe now we heard that montez ford angela dawkins the street profits were literally moments away from being split come the draft or the planning of the draft. They wanted to send Montez Ford to Raw, leave Angela Dawkins on SmackDown. Obviously, Bianca Belair, Montez Ford's wife, is over on Raw as well. They chose not to split them. Instead, they chose to split um, Mace and T-Bar, send Mace over to SmackDown. But now it's come out that WWE are considering a serious push for Montez Ford. Now, it doesn't say, we all assume that, yes, it means a split for the Street Profits. And maybe instead of just splitting them in the draft, they want to do something on Raw that will show them split, if you see what I mean. Tell the story out on Raw. Um, it doesn't say. It's just a it's just a case of, you know, this is what they're possibly planning. Um I've I said this when it happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, the report comes from Give Me Sport, who also basically said um, Montez Ford's recent SmackDown main event against Universal Champion Roman Reigns was viewed as a trial for him as a singles wrestler, which he's said to have passed with flying colours. Wow. Yeah. I think it, you know, it's fairly obvious that, you know, they he is the standout from the two anyway. Putting him in the main event against Roman Reigns it says a lot. It says everything. It says everything you need to know about where they want to possibly position this guy in the future. They didn't do it through the through splitting the street profits in the draft, like we say. Maybe they want this to play out on TV. Um they give me sport have also said that um They've obviously they decided to keep the street profits together for for now, but the door for Ford to break out into the singles division is still open. Um, that Ford was moved over to Raw to obviously try and keep him with his wife Bianca Belair, firstly, and then they b believe that the higher the higher ups believe, sorry, that there's more top talent on the red brand. I mean, there, there there's more top talent because I guess there's more hours to fill, but they still need to book a good show. So yeah, it doesn't matter how many top talents there if you're not you know giving them good stuff to do but yeah give me sport i've also went on to say that they learned that wwe management has been very impressed with the hard work ford and dawkins have put into improving and specifically ford's conduct and performances over the last few months yeah it's 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 very very well i guess it's kind of it feels like it's bad news for dawkins more than anything, it feels like it's bad news for Dawkins. Like we all knew that, you know, Montez Ford has this in him. Um, I I really like Dawkins. I think he's very, very good. Now, if they split them and tell a story and it becomes like an, you know, like aggressive and a hard, a hard split sort of thing, um, 
then who knows what happens with Dawkins. Maybe they let Montez do a singles run, but keep Dawkins with him, you know, like a member of an entourage or something along those lines. Very um, difficult to see what, what's going to happen here right now when they plan to put this into action, um, if at all. Um, this kind of looks like it's a bit more than a rumour. This looks like something that's been planned out. And I'd like to think that if they have planned this out, there is, you know, a solid plan going forward for what's going to happen with Montez Ford. Um, but I was saying on one of my shows, Russell Extra, during the week, there is one scary thing. He wouldn't go straight to the title. He'll probably stand around in the mid-card, do some stuff. However, the mid-card champion, if you like, Damien Priest, the United States champion, hasn't been on TV in three weeks. The United States champion has not been on TV in three weeks. He's the champion. So what does everyone else in the mid card, what, you know, how are they going to get on TV? The champion ain't been on TV. WWE really need to plan what they're going to do with Montez Ford before they, you know, pull the trigger on a split honestly very much like we were talking about with um the iconics earlier on billy k and um peyton royce they need to have a plan for montez ford if they're gonna do this don't just do it and then you know both guys are just in the middle of the mid card doing nothing catering in fact so yeah sounds good for montez ford maybe not so good for dawkins but ultimately we need a plan if these guys are gonna break up Last but not least for today, let's talk about Crown Jewel. Now, I'll be the first to say this pay-per-view in recent years hasn't seemed to be consequential at all. Just like, a, oh yeah, let's um, have a, a WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia, bring back all these legends, let these people kind of watch the guys of old that they would have never got to see. Um, but now it feels like this, this pay-per-view is a lot more consequential we've obviously got the finals of the king of the ring tournament and the final of the queen's crown tournament still not very happy with how they've treated this whole queen's crown Zelina vega would look amazing as a queen like she looked amazing on raw with that crown on and her whole get up and everything does do drop win as a bit of a comedic side of things and a bit of a light-hearted i'm the queen after everything she's went through eva marie quite possibly this is wwe xavier woods versus um finn balor in the final of the king of the ring this is literally my heart and my head telling me two different things my heart wants xavier to win my head wants finn balor to win um it is a very very difficult <laughs> choice there for me personally you guys um let us know on the kick out on twitter what you think in terms of who should win the men's king of the ring mansoor he is the John Cena of Saudi Arabia. He's got a singles match against Mustafa Ali. That should be a very, very good match. Mustafa Ali does so much to promote his matches and make them feel important. It's also come out that Mustafa Ali is donating all his earnings from the Saudi Arabia show to charity, which is, you know, very nice of him. He's a, he's a great guy. But, you know, you expect Mansoor to win with the whole crowd screaming his name. He absolutely loves it over there um, in Saudi. Seth Rollins versus Edge. Hell in a Cell match, quite possibly 
could be the show stealer here. Um, finally, a Hell in a Cell match that is deserved and not just at a pay-per-view. We've seen these guys, you know, wrestle each other. Edge got the first swing. Seth Rollins got the second win. And now we're entering Hell in a Cell because guess what, guys? That's what you do in the middle of a blood feud or to end a blood feud, I should say. You have the Hell in a Cell match. So, um, yeah, it, it hasn't even reached the heights of what a Hell in a Cell match, you know, where it was usually required back in the day. It hasn't reached that height, I would say, but this is the most justification for a Hell in a Cell match we have had in a very long time. So I will take it. Real Tag Team Championships on the line. Randy Orton and Riddle, the champions, defended against AJ Styles and Omos. To be, to be completely honest, I do not care about the outcome of this match. However, I do think between Orton and AJ, um, whoever loses, there is a... Uh, a championship match that he can move on to have with Big E. We need to put the likes of Orton, the likes of AJ Styles, maybe even Riddle into the WWE title picture to be having those matches and to be challengers for the WWE champion, Big E. But as for the outcome of this tag match, yeah, I'm, I'm not really concerned. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg in a no-hold-barred match. This should probably be about 10 minutes of just pure action and impact and destruction. So I don't really mind it. Goldberg surely has to win to avenge his son, even though he's taken him two months to get his hands on Bobby Lashley. Since you're so irate, he done something to you, your son. Um, so yeah, that should be the outcome. I would think Goldberg for the win. We've got a WWE Championship match as well. Big E defending against Drew McIntyre, who will be heading over to SmackDown the next night. I think that really kind of says who's gonna win there we expect big e to get his um his win this will be another um retention i think he defended it against bobby lashley a couple of weeks ago so yeah another top name that Big E's beaten on this budding um championship run he's having one of the matches i'm looking forward to the most on the night the smackdown women's championship becky lynch the champion defending against sasha banks and bianca belair I, it, it to me Becky probably retains and then her and Charlotte do the rubbish swap titles thing because they're going on opposite shows now um, yeah would have wanted more for this would have wanted something better in terms of how they're going to handle the championship swaps and all of that kind of stuff they had a chance this past week on Raw um, with Bianca Belair and Charlotte um, for the Raw Championship but they opted not to take it Sasha Banks have pinned both women in recent weeks so yeah I think this is the champion to retain here and in the main event the Universal Championship Roman Reigns defending against Brock Lesnar this has quite possibly been the best story going into this pay-per-view and on TV for a while obviously we have Paul Heyman in the middle is Paul Heyman the wise man to the bloodline you know, is he the special counsel to the tribal chief or is he still the advocate to Brock Lesnar? Paul Heyman's performance within this story has been absolutely fantastic. I'm looking forward to this match and looking forward to see how it all plays out. But yeah, Crown Jewel on at 5pm on Thursday evening afternoon um, in the UK. We don't get them often at that time, so... I'm going to try and enjoy it. I'm going to try and catch it live and everything. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. But, guys, those are all the most recent headlines from the world of pro wrestling. Drop us a tweet. Let us know what you enjoyed on the news episode. Make sure you're following us on all the social media. Kick out podcasts everywhere, you know, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all of those places. And you can follow me, Mex, 
WrestleManiac UK on the same places, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Take care, guys, and I'll catch you on the next one.